and you have reached Alisa and Giles podcast. And this is Lisa and Jael Trinity, also known as L.A.J. Trinity. So listen, y'all, let's go. Trinity. Listen, it is Alisa and Giles podcast. <laughs> and it is June 3rd, 2023, 6.59 p.m. Listen, New York Eastern Standard Time. Okay, I, I said New York Eastern Standard Time. That didn't make sense, but you understand. <laughs> Listen, y'all have been hearing a lot from me. A lot. A lot. And I I just can't seem to stay away. So, when I'm inspired, when I'm on a hundred, of course, as you know, I I tend to, you know, um, I tend to exert creativity, a little creativity or energy. And listen, I... Okay, so I, in other words, when I'm in a good mood, and oftentimes I am, which doesn't imply that, you know, I'm often in a bad mood. Okay, this is going the wrong way. (laughs) Making myself seem terrible. Okay, listen, I'm doing my articles now. Okay, so, here's one. No, you don't get an introduction. Listen. Taylor Swift and the ways white women exploit. Alicia, you listen. This is listen. I'm smart, so this is this is something that okay. So let me. So I said, let me just read the article. <laughs> so apparently, apparently, it felt an awful lot like the old. I'm re. I'm not racist. Okay, so I'm reading verbatim an uh, uh, excerpt from the article. It felt an awful lot like the old, I'm not racist. I'm a black friend. <laughs> Defense as if the, that shields you from prejudice. Now, what did I teach you about this? They didn't read, whoever wrote this, whoever said this, it, they said it out of ignorance. Because I taught that there is a difference between prejudice and being racist. You, you cannot use them interchangeably. Okay, so it's, it's okay. It is okay to be prejudiced. Okay? It is not okay to be racist. So, it is not okay to be racist. So, I, I just covered this in one of my more recent podcasts. So please visit my podcast to um, hear the disclosure on the difference. Uh, but you know what the heck? 
Hold on. Let me just bring up my little LinkedIn account. You know. I hear people getting linked on LinkedIn. <laughs> I'm starting. Listen, I'm trying to start something here. I, I want my royalties. <laughs> okay, hold on a minute. Hold on. What is that? $14,000? Hold on. Listen, somebody said $14,000. That's not a lot of money, Lisa. <laughs> I just saw. Hold on. I got to find that article. Hold on. What was that? What was that? Hold on. Oh, it's, it's gone. See, with some of these um, default pages on the news, you got to catch it while it pops up. Otherwise, you lose it. I was like, uh, I was like, okay, 14000 But, you know, I, I'm, I'm poor. So, to me, that's like, wow, 14000 is It's a decent watch. <laughs> that's no Timex. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me find something. Let me find that. Okay. Hold on. I'm, uh, let's see here. I'm contemplating if I should talk to you while I look for it or should I pause this and then just come back? Um, let's see here. Oh, oh, that's not it. <laughs> I better not. I'll, I'll leave that one alone because, uh, yeah, I covered it quite, quite, um, in detail the other Day. Let's see. I'm going to pause while I look. Hold on. Okay, I am back. Okay, so I'm just going to read an excerpt from my post. And if you go, if you log on to my, if you log on to your LinkedIn account, and then you uh, look me up, it's Lisa Angel. <clears throat> excuse me, and my black and white profile pic. You will find my my wonderful post that I I, I, I I have up here. So, okay. So, this is actually, this article that I'm reading the excerpt from, it's actually a post that I retrieved, that I wrote based upon an article I retrieved from uh, a particular, um, particular, News resource. So it's black couple suing real estate appraiser after home got higher valuation when white friend pretended they owned it. So I, I kind of disclosed and expounded upon that and you know, and you have to read it to find out what I said, but <clears throat> I actually broke down the difference between being prejudiced and being racist. Okay. Okay. So basically, this is the difference. I'm going to read it verbatim. What I wrote. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay. Here it is. There is a difference between being prejudiced and being racist. Everyone is prejudiced. You have to be. Being prejudiced is making a judgment call, which denotes your preference. How do you train your child to have a good inner circle of friends? How does a firm hire the best people to run the company? You have to profile. Stats, data, history, and behavior don't lie. Being racist is when you despise someone based on the color of one's skin and and act on
on it. This is wrong. God frowns upon this. Got it? <laughs> Being prejudiced is okay. Being racist is not. Okay, so basically, what this what what this country actually needs to do is change its lingo and the and and redefine prejudice and racist because they've been using it in the wrong way and 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 taking the words out of context. It is okay to be prejudiced. Prejudice is a preference. Racism, race, excuse me, racism. Is as I said, let me reiterate, is when you despise someone based on the color of one's skin and act upon it. This is wrong. But being prejudiced is not. Okay, you have to make judgment calls. You have to in life in order to be a good decision maker. And sometimes you have to realize that Bad company corrupts good character. And based upon history, based upon stats, based upon data, there has to be some some form of profiling, okay? Because, because this is a pattern within this race. This is a pattern within this demographic. This is a pattern within this age range so for those who have given police officers a bad rap and you protesting you have to sit your tail down okay because the only way they can actually solve some of these crimes are by profiling and then you want to be the first one to get on the doggone phone and Call 911 or go, you know, it's something that go down in your house, on, in your crib, on your property, at your place. And, at, you know, all of a sudden you don't mind a little profiling. Even if it's, you know, it, you understand. So, it, it is the only way. Because data doesn't lie. Do you understand? Now, I, my culture is black. Honey, I like the mac and cheese. and I cook it from scratch throughout the year, you know, during the holidays. You know, my barbecue chicken is, you know, on point. I, 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 I cook a nice uh, teriyaki salmon and, you know, um, my green beans and my collard greens are great. My sweet yams I cook from scratch all the time. And then, uh, you know... It's just, you know, I, I like my rap music and uh, my neo-soul. And, you know, I, I, I even rap a little. Don't I sound like a rapper? <laughs> but seriously, so my culture is black. You understand? As an individual, I have decided to... Mimic to walk in my black culture, but the good parts, the good stuff. Because in every race, with every culture, there is some, you know, bad stuff. You know, and so typically, 
in the black community, we just don't work well together. We don't run our businesses in excellence. Now, I do. I do. But I just want to say we, so you don't feel too bad. <laughs> you know, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to see this, you know, out there and hear people say, she, she is so doggone judgmental, man. I'm just trying to make you feel good. But getting back to you. <laughs> now it's making me feel bad. Let me just say you. So, you know, typically some black people do not run their businesses in excellence. And you ride the back of each other to get ahead. You say black lives matter. But stats and data say that, you know, as far as crime is concerned, majority of blacks are killed by one another. I mean, it, it, and, and I, I hate to admit, it goes on and on. So I often say, I have a cliche, here goes my one of my cliches. Sometimes with some things, as per culture or race, you got to pick out the meat and throw out the bones. And that is what I do in life. I take the meat and I throw out the bone. If you're not careful what you're putting into your mouth, You will choke and you could die. Now what do I mean about that? What do I mean in regards to what I just said? Well, there is a form of, you know, the way your body needs nutrition in the natural. You know, you got to eat. You just can't, I'm sorry, fella. You can't eat McDonald's every day and and tell people you're healthy. <laughs> I don't know. Are you getting paid? You can't do that. <laughs> but it is the same as your temple and your sp in, 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 this, in, in the spiritual sense. Excuse me. You have to eat right. You have to abide by biblical principles. And if my beautiful black people, if you recall, you know, and my condolences for those who have lost loved ones and children to crime. Most likely it was by another black person. You give, you really do, you, you have to stop playing the race card. This is my sidebar. You have to stop playing the race card with police officers. Stats and data say the majority of blacks are not killed by police officers. It's, it's by you. So, when you abide by biblical principles... You are always in the place of grace with God. And what is this? What is grace? What do I mean by grace in this sense? I mean the place of love, mercy, and protection. 
When you live outside of biblical principles, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not covet, thou shalt etc etc thou shalt not lie etc etc when you live outside these biblical principles let me tell you what happens you step out of the place of grace no matter how church you are and you tie God's hands so therefore you don't get his protection you don't get his mercy and you don't get his love now somebody said that's not true that is true because in the book of Isaiah, I believe around chapter 59, he says, It is because of your iniquities that it has it caused me to be far from you. He turns his back. He turns his back. Because he cannot have anything to do with that which contradicts who he is. And then in another scripture in the New Testament, he says he turns you over into a reprobate mind. You decide to leave him. He doesn't decide to leave you. You decide to leave him. The only way people know that we belong to him is by you following his commandments. The Bible says, you know, you're my child. I know you're my child because, you know, you obey. These rules are not something to take from something from you. They're there to get something to you. There's no other better way to do things than by God's way. Especially when he is for knowledge. He knows all things. He knows what you're going to do before you do it. What you're going to say before you say it. And, and, and so you end the car. Don't go, don't go down to the bodega right now. Don't listen. Skip them all today. Some. You know, so I got, I'm, I'm, I'm sending a vibe your way. God is sending a vibe your way. Something about to go down today. I don't know. I just feel uncomfortable. Let me go home. I'm tired anyway. Let me spend this money. I'm saving. Shoot, I need a house. <laughs> Cause you were gonna buy fifteen hundred dollar, you know, sneakers from a Foot Locker. You know? <laughs> you understand? So. The way you, you need that spiritual food to keep you healthy and strong, mind, body, and soul. You know, there's just times you got to pick, you know, take the meat and spit out the bones. Don't choke on the bone. Now... What I've learned to do is because I was brought up, I was raised in a neighborhood. And it's not, you know, I don't want to get Brooklyn, Queens, and Bronx upset. You know what I'm saying? Because that's, that's the real hood. You know, you, you got some, you know, you got the real hood out there. But I was raised on the north side of a small town called Freeport. So Freeport is split up into two, into two parts. You have the south side and the north side. Growing up the south side was by the water. That, that is where all the upper class lived. And then the north side was, the, you know, the hood. You know, we were on opposite sides of the track. Now with that, and I'm saying all this because my culture is black. And I grew up around, you know, uh, double dutch and rapping, I, you know, uh, rap and um, the music and 
Uh, and I wasn't allowed to listen to it. But as I got older, you know, I was able to make my own decisions as, 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 as in terms of uh, what I allowed to go into my ear and eye gate. Now, I was still safe, honey. But, you know, I... I, I was very, God delivered me from a lot of legalistic mindsets, but I was raised in a very religious home, in a very legalistic church. We couldn't listen to the radio. We couldn't listen to the radio. We couldn't uh, wear pants. We couldn't wear jewelry. We couldn't wear makeup. We couldn't wear bangs. Okay? We, uh, we couldn't go to the movies. Matter of fact, my first movie, my, I'm going, I'm sorry, I'm sidebarring, but my first movie this is in an apostolic slash Pentecostal church. Okay. So my first movie, I didn't go to my first movie till I was well over 25 years old. I didn't get my ears pierced until I was around, uh, maybe almost 30. So, I mean, it, it's, so I, 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 I sidebarred a little bit, but those are stupid rules. And let me say this. For those, for those ministries who still have those stupid rules, you know, you are a mess. Okay? You're a mess. Because the Bible said God looks at the heart and you look at the outward appearance. Paraphrased. And you should be more concerned about The growth, you should be more concerned about the help they need and rendering it in love than trying to change them on the outside. Because at the end of the day, forget about the clothes and jewelry. We've got to worry about their souls. Because it was going into that casket is neither. It is them. You understand? It is ridiculous some of these rules that some of these ministries have. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. This is my sidebar. I don't get it. And I have been, you know, I have, I've, I've gone through church hurt. I've been scorned by some of these ministries. Because it's not about love. And it's not about the people. It's about position. And it's about control. That is about control. Because in and because if you know your history, God's original design for a woman, okay, is to be adorned, is to wear makeup, is to bathe in aloe myrrh and, and, and potpourri and all these beautiful fragrances. Okay, okay, this is God's original design for a woman. You have to know your history. We're not supposed to be walking around in long jeans, skirts, and mess, you know, with socks and, and, and these big shoes and, and, and this bow tie shirt. And, and you cover it up and it's 90 degrees outside and you got a little doily cap and that looks like it belongs for a cup on your desk on your head. And you're going from door to door harassing people. This is, this is not Christianity. This is stupidity. This is, I'm sorry, this is not Christianity. You offend people, and people call you weird. I'm telling you what people say about you. You, you, it's, it's, it's weird, and you make Jesus look crazy. You make him look crazy. You make Christians look crazy. 
You send your kids to school this way, they get made fun of, they get bullied, and you say it's all for the it's all for the love of the Lord. It's all to advance kingdom agenda. No. No. This is a mess. God does all things new. And you look like y'all, some of y'all still look like you, you live in, in the 14, 15, 16, 17th century. Some of you don't even use the internet. When God blessed, where do you think the gifts and talents came from to introduce technology? All good and, thing, all good and perfect things come from above. That is scripture. That is Bible. And if you're a Christian, then you, okay, you, you know, this is Bible. And he does all things new. That is the book of Revelations. God never stays in the past. And he never does things the same way. He gave us people like Elon Musk, Bill Gates, Einstein. You know, people who have given us ways to make life easier because God says his yoke is easy. And then you, you enforce these ridiculous rules on especially these young people have them all confused and jacked up and now they're lost in the world because of your ideologies that are not even biblical. Listen, they then I missed out on some good movies like Hunger Games and Twilight. And let me tell you something about Twilight. You'd be surprised how many Christians refuse to watch the movie. Honey, that's one of my favorite movies. The writer who, 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 the creator and writer, and or, I don't know if they're the same person, but the creator and or writer was ingenious because she took something that history painted as something dark and made it into a love story. And it is good overcoming evil. This is what Christianity is about. Good overcoming evil. Love fulfills the whole law. Now, this is my tangent because I have been a child raised up in a home that was so abusive, yet they went to church every Sunday, was in Bible study every Wednesday or Thursday. And yet I went home to a house full of people and was still in love. And this was a Christian. And you find this in the church. You, you, you get somebody to walk in. You know, she's a single mother. She's down on her luck. She's having a hard time. She's, you know, she lives maybe in the area. Maybe she doesn't took the bus all the way to your church. She heard something about it. It's a little church, but you know, she says she just needs something today. She's got on a little skirt and her, and her boobs are out and she got on some hoop earrings and some red lipstick. She walks in and you give her a screw face and sit her in the back. This is not love. And then you walk over and put something over her lap and say, this is appropriate. That is a mess and it's not right. And she walks out of Fenty and she never turns, she never comes back. And then hear about her sometime later that she's just, you know, she's, she's pregnant with number two, no daddy. Because you didn't feed her, you judged her. 
Now, oftentimes you've heard this saying, you've got to catch the fish before you clean them. You try scaling them in the water, they drown and die. I'm, I, I, this bothers me. Because so many people love God, but they're afraid of religion. So many people love God, but they're afraid to come to church because of people like this. Yeah, some of y'all look a mess, man. I, I, I've got people. I used to, you know, go to work and stuff, and I get every now and then there's, you know, somebody walk up to me. Oh, you're a Christian too. I, I, I am too. And it's nice, and I'm looking at them like. But you look a mess. So don't tell people you know me, okay? This is what I'm saying to myself. I just want to go to my desk. I'm sorry. I have work to do. You know what? Oh, look at that. We have a meeting. And she's like, Lisa, it's uh, um, it's 5.30. People, you know, no one's here. Oh, you know what? My bad. You, you know, I got to go. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> you don't even know. Listen. <laughs> Listen, I said, is catchy. I'm, I'm, I got to get out of here because I, I, no, I, <laughs> I'm exaggerating, but it's, it's serious. I've been in these circumstances before and I'm like, don't tell people you're a Christian. You embarrass us. You embarrass us. So, uh, you know, everything, yes, done in modesty, but God blesses. The minds of others gives them the intellect, the gifts and talents to make life easier, to make us look pretty, and so that we are happy, have great self-esteem. And, and, and there are people in church that just want to kill all that. It's just, you know what, this is not right. It's not right. You know, it's, it's not right. And it's not biblical at all. It's not biblical. So, uh, anyway, so the, the, that is, that is getting back to my original, uh, statement. That is the difference between, <laughs> if you remember what we were talking about before, that is the difference between being prejudiced and racist. You have to make good judgment calls and that's all prejudices. It, it's just. Is just a preference. It's making a judgment call. And you have to do this in order to live uh, peaceably and and uh, carefully and cautiously. And approach life with some uh, good decision making. And, uh, you know, so remember, you know, prejudice is okay. Being racist is not. Did I tie that up or? There was that all kind of all over the place. <laughs> so this is 22 minutes in. I, I've, no, I've been asked to give you more time. I, I heard somebody, I said on my last podcast, but I cut myself off. I, th I don't know what's going on with my software. But anyway, I, <laughs> somebody said, Lisa, these little 10, 15 minute things you're doing is annoying, man. We need more time. <laughs> Give us more time. So it's 22 minutes and 23 minutes in. And uh, I'll do one more article. But I didn't finish the last article. But I'll, I'll move on. <laughs> I'll move on. 
Let's see. Let's let's refresh. Let's go back a page. Oh, this is now. <laughs> I I don't know why this is headline news, but Joe Biden is starting to scare everyone. <laughs> and uh, okay. <laughs> Look, it looks like some of you, listen, I, I don't know why this is news, but okay, let, let's move on. Let's, I'm, this is some things I'm going to leave, leave alone because I, you know, I, you know, <laughs> I'm just going to leave alone. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see what's here. Uh, let our headline reads and a headline reads. Uh, let's see here. Are Prince Harry and Meghan Markle on the brink of divorce? No. Next one. Because <laughs> I said so. I said so. No. Okay. Next one. <laughs> I can't. Okay. Next one. Uh, uh, let's see. Disturbing new trend. Promote emotional infidelity. I think I should click on that. Do I need to preach on this thing here? What is this about? Disturbing new trend promotes emotional infidelity. Hyphen, is this what empowerment looks like now? Uh, now, without reading the article... Emotional infidelity. Let's first define infidelity. Okay. So in the biblical sense, infidelity is one who does not take care of his own household. Maybe he runs around on his wife. Uh, maybe she runs around on her husband. Maybe she's not a good mother or wife. Maybe he's not... You know, he's not doing the four P's as a husband. I, I've taught this. So, basically, a husband is are the four P's. I'm not going to say it again. Hold on. I do. Okay. Penis, protector, provision, and priest in the home. Penis, protector, provision, or provider. That's what I wanted to say. And priest in the home. Now, I'm not going to break that down. You have to take my class. Cool. Okay, the, the gist of it is just not cool. Um, you are failing. <laughs> okay. Uh, in marital status as a spouse. Um, so, emotional infidelity. So, if someone's, what, is, what are emotions? 
So, somebody might say, Lisa, the article's not that deep. It's just an let's Just read the article. I don't want to read the article. I want to do my own thing right here. Okay, so. <laughs> emotional infidelity. What is emotion? Because emotions and feelings are different. And you can't use the terms interchangeably either. So I'm not going to teach that either. You have to take my class. So emotions and feelings are two different things. And you cannot use them interchangeably. You just cannot. And I, it, 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 it really is an, an, an annoying thing. Because I hear you know professionals in, in my lane. In the psychology uh, field. And, and they use them interchangeably. And I'm like you, you have. A, you're a doctor. You're a psychologist. You're a therapist. You are so wrong. You, you don't, you can't, you don't know what you're talking about. And it really bothers me. Because now, because you, you're, 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 you, you don't know the definition of said terminology, you, you're now you're using them in the wrong way, and now you're misdiagnosing patients, and now you're giving uh, falsified history, psychiatric history. You're creating falsified psychiatric history on patients who are now on wrong medication, and now it, it, it creates all side of irreversible side effects and they never get cured. They never get help because you didn't know the difference between feelings and emotions <laughs> and other associated words. So emotional infidelity. Emotion. So, I'm not going to break it down. But, if, if, for instance, with bipolar, with, with someone who's suffering from by being bipolar, they have the inability to control the emotions. Okay? It is a mood disorder. So, they go from 0 to 100, and 100 to 0 and back again with no medium in between. And I also break that down on my, on, on a, a uh, LinkedIn post that I, or article rather, that I wrote. So, disturbing trend promotes emotional infidelity. Is this what empowerment looks like now? So... In translation, disturbing new trend promotes an extreme mood which induces a form of um, extreme mood. Because emotional is being extremely moody. So it promotes ex an extreme Mood which induces a person to act unintegral towards wife or husband or family. Because an infidel is somebody who does not take care of his own household, her household, whether it's cheating or otherwise. So, is this what empowerment looks like now? 
don't know what the trend is, but at the end of the day, I'm sorry, I took, I kind of took the scenic route for that one, didn't I? So at the end of the day, at the at the end of the day, it's about your decision making, and a trend. I, I based upon biblical principles, it's. It can't exactly uh, induce infidelity because or emotional infidelity. To to say that it induces emotional infidelity is to imply that it induces a mood that is uncontrollable. And the end result is hurting the other person due to your unintegral actions. Okay. I don't know what trend. I didn't read the article, but a, a trend. I mean, if they were, if they were, if the trend is inclusive of listening to a certain kind of music, yes. Watching a certain kind of movie, yes. If it is, uh, uh, um. If it's one of those two, yes. And I tell you why. Because you have to be careful what goes into your ear gate and your eye gate. The spirit of the man is, 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 is behind the artwork. You understand? So, oftentimes, performers are, are, are performing from a deep place. Whether it's good or bad. And thus... They are directly uh, incorporating that which they are dealing with on a day-to-day -day basis concerning the spirits. And I don't mean to sound churchy, but there is such thing as evil spirits. There is a such thing as being uh, influenced by evil spirits. So... The only way you give access to evil spirits is, is by what you put into your heart and soul. You must watch, you must be careful and be cautious as to what goes into the ear gate and the eye gate. Because now it hits the flesh and this flesh is the uh, sinful part of the nature of who you are. And then you have the Holy Spirit on the inside. So the spirit and, and, the, and the flesh part are constantly fighting in one against the other. The one you feed the most will win. If you feed the spirit man the most, you're a strong Christian. You'll lead a strong life. You'll be a wonderful example. You'll have legacy. And you'll fulfill purpose. But if you feed the flesh man, the sinful part of nature of who you are, you're always going to want to do things your way. You'll never be obedient to God. You're self-destruct. And uh, your end result is not good. Because all disobedience is sin and, and the wages of sin is death. So, I, I if it's not those two things, I, I know if I put on a pair of pants and the color, the end color, the fad color is pink, I, you know, I think I'm okay. <laughs> so, new trend. I don't know what that is. Um, there are trends. 
And uh, I, I won't get into it now. I, my podcast is running a little bit long. But there's, there are various. And I hate to say it, but... Transforming into a transgender individual has become a trend. Has become a trend. And um, I have found in speaking with uh, people and just doing my own research and really uh, reading articles and, and listening to some of the testimonies of uh, transgender men and women. Oftentimes, uh, they are hurt people. Oftentimes, they feel unloved. Oftentimes, they are confused. And I, 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 I hate to say, but it is now a trend. Now, you have ministers that are, you know, condemning these people. That's not their place. Everybody needs love. Everybody needs love. Now, I've seen ministers have, you know, the audacity. Certain not not every minister in the entire world, but I've seen this in the church. You have you know he, he's struggling, she's struggling, maybe confused, maybe you know she's living uh, an alternative lifestyle. Maybe she's gay, maybe she's bi, maybe he's gay, maybe he's bi, maybe you know. They, you know, they're transgender, a recent transformation. And then they come to church because they're, they're hurting. They come to church because they know there is something out there bigger than themselves. And they want to be better. They want to do well. They want, and, and, and let me tell you, I've met some beautiful, I've, I've met some beautiful transgender and uh, gay and bi individuals and if you have now one thing I call them formers because when they listen and I call them formers that is my that is my that is my term and let me break that down before somebody get offended <laughs> a lot of the individuals that I counsel that or or, or 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 talk to or when they come to me ask me questions Or maybe I just meet somebody, you know, on an errand. Whatever, you know, the case may be. Um, I find in speaking with them that they love God. They love God. But they have been uh, criticized. And a lot of them are now broken. And in speaking to a number of individuals, <laughs> I well, I, I let me just be honest. One day we, I was talking to someone, and 
he got me mad, man. And I, I used to call them friends. See, I used to have a name for them. I used to call them friends. This this group of individuals I'm now referring about, referring to uh, and talking about. I used to call them friends. And one time, I'm talking to this particular guy, and you know, he, he you know, and <laughs> he got I, he got me mad. And I said, you know what? You a former. No, you a former. He said, what you mean? You, no, you used to be my friend. You a former. <laughs> and and I, to be honest, we're friends again. But listen, the, the name just stuck. So then I applied a different definition to it. I redefined it. So it is he or she who has at one or had at one point lost their way. But found Jesus, the real Jesus again. <laughs> and so I call them formers. You are no longer the former person you used to be. You are a new creation in Christ. That is Bible. Because you gave a yes to Jesus. The real Jesus. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, so it has become a trend to get back to my original statement about this topic. Being transgender is now a trend. And um, for those parents who have transgender children, they're still your children. They're still your children. And it's kind of like, even, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you want the best for them. And, and they want the best for you. <laughs> <laughs> but I explained to someone once because they were going through and we were on the call and the minister on the call, I had a minister on the call with us and, and he was saying, he was criticizing this person because you, he was, his point was you are now part of the church and you cannot dress the same way. You cannot talk the same way. You cannot walk the same way. And he was he was really, really, really hitting him in the face real good with I I, I I'm gonna be honest, I'm gonna tell you. You have to be more masculine. I became angry. I was very upset. And honey, you know, if anybody knows me, if you were on that call, honey, I gave it to him. I gave it to that minister. I gave it to him real good. I said, let me explain something to you. Okay? Now, his heart is for God. That's what's important. He is trying the best he knows how with what was given to him during the course of his lifetime. And now he's found his way back to the church. And it's not good enough for you. You are condemning him for behavior in which the writing in the cement is dry. So let me break it down what I mean by that. Ministers, okay, before you throw them out of your church, before you turn them away when they come to your door, let me just break something down to you. When you have a former, and now that we understand what my term, what my term has, <laughs> means, former. When you have a former, okay, it was. It is more important 
to keep them in the church and let them grow. You're saying that he needs to be more masculine. But now that which he that which now that which he has trained his body to become it is now part of his it is now part of his personality. Okay? It is now part of his personality. So it is equivalent to taking your hands and feet, walking through wet cement, and then that it is now dry. The only way to get the cement the way you want to see the cement is to break it up. That is not your job. You don't break people, okay? You don't break people. The cement is dry. So now what we do, instead of trying to break up the cement, because you try and break up the cement in a person, you could ruin, you could ruin them. You could kill their spirit. And then the Bible said in the book of Ezekiel that the blood is on your hands. So... Instead of trying to break up the cement, you take their hand, you walk by them across the cement, and you aid and assist in their growth as a Christian. Now, let me tell you something. A lot of these ministers who act this way, preach this way, teach this way, and condemn these people. Now, I know what the word says. And they, they're going to take my class, and yeah, it'll be okay, and all will be well with the world. <laughs> but let me tell you something. Love fulfills the whole law. And... If some listen, if God was to disclose the skeletons in your closet, some of you ministers, they'll be doing a two-step. <laughs> they'll be doing a two-step. Okay? They'll be doing a two-step. And 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 what I mean by that is, you know. Skeleton, typically, it doesn't have any clothes on. You know, it's a skeleton. But I, what I'm saying is that, you know, they'll be doing a two-step in, 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 in your wardrobe. Because you all got some skeletons. And the only, the only reason why you could teach and preach this way, because, you know, no one has aired your dirty laundry. You forget where you came from. You weren't always saved. And stop lying and telling people you were always saved. Because the Bible said you were born in iniquity. So stop telling people you were always saved. You weren't always saved. 
And if you were, because now this is the thing. If you were, that would imply you've lived a pretty perfect life. Now, this is not applicable to all preachers because, you know, I know there are some good preachers and teachers out there. But uh, let's just say, you know, there's some great preachers and teachers out there. I'll say that. But you got some, you got some ones that are a mess. And this has been a theme I've, I've, I've talked about in the last or two, one or two podcasts because we, we've got to, you know, this, 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 uh, this area, this, this, our church, it's got it. It's got it's. It's a mess. Some some parts are a mess. Some departments are a mess. Some some churches are a mess. Some ministries need to get it together. So I, on on behalf of the church, I like to apologize to this community because you know it, it's all about the approach, and 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 I understand that. You know, because you offend, you know, sometimes people don't understand that if you offend someone on the wrong day, that could be the last day you see them. And I mean that in a literal sense. So I do apologize on behalf of the church. And uh, I hope that you grow in God. I hope that you don't give up on God based upon the... behavior of uh, other pastors and teachers and preachers. God loves you and that's what counts. Now, I've often heard pastors say he loves you the way you are. He always loves you the way you are. This is not true. That I will say. But God does meet you where you are and he will bring you from level to level Glory to glory. So that your walk with him is perfected from day to day. And <laughs> I tell you, I didn't think this podcast was going this way. I, I surprised myself. I my, my slogan to my podcast is that I'm your cure to everything predictable. I surprised myself. I'm sorry, God. Listen, th- I... I I don't know how this got how I got here. <laughs> I don't know. I was just coming to make light of certain articles, and and now I I've done a a, a forty five minute sermon. So listen, God loves you all, and you know of course I I kind of dig you. And uh, listen, tomorrow Sunday. I don't listen. Y'all giving me the day off tomorrow because <laughs> I got to this today y'all giving me the day off tomorrow i don't listen tomorrow's sabbath i'm just gonna what happened to bonbons why they stop selling those i was gonna say i'm just gonna sit on my couch and eat bonbons i'm not gonna eat bonbons but it, that wasn't that that chocolate with the vanilla inside and they were like real small and they were bite size what happened to those do they still sell those bonbons <laughs> And, uh, you know, I'm just, I'll probably catch a good movie in my house tomorrow. I just wake up late and, uh, watch a good, a, a, a good movie. I don't do that very often. I, I do have downtime. I do, 
but sometimes you know I get in the middle of the movie and I'm I'm sleepy and I I have to be alert. I, I'm I'm that I'm that one family member or that one friend. You, you, I'm chilling with you in your house and we're watching a movie. I've got to hear every syllable, every syllable spoken. Do not talk. Do not make noise. I've got to hear the dialogue. I'm one of those. So I'm I'm gonna I'm going to uh. <laughs> I'm going to watch a movie tomorrow. What am I cooking? I, I just figure I keep you all abreast. Uh, uh, let's see. I don't know what I'm going to cook tomorrow. I'll see. I'll see what me and my son is going to do. But um, have a beautiful Sunday, okay? If I don't speak to you tomorrow, if I don't upload anything, I will most likely. Um, upload something in the early part of the week and uh, Monday or Tuesday so enjoy your Sunday and happy Sabbath in advance and God bless you all <laughs>